a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go in depth here. President Trump planning to go to Kenosha, Wisconsin tomorrow as polls begin to show a small shift in support of the president over continuing violence in a number of cities like Portland or Chicago. Inside Sources host Boyd Matheson joins us live to talk about the politics behind the protests. Do you think it's a good idea for the president to go to Kenosha, Boyd? Well, I think it depends on on what the agenda is. Uh, if he's going to go and meet with law enforcement and families and uh, and have a uniting message, then, uh, then I think that's a great thing uh, for the president of the United States to do. He is the consoler in chief. He's the commander in chief. Uh, and he should do that. Uh, the question is, is, is whether it becomes more political rally, more photo opportunity uh, than it does uh, an opportunity to unite uh, the nation and, and help heal a community. Uh, and I think that's the, the uh, that's always the test. Of course, if he if he stayed at the White House, there would be some who would criticize that he's being aloof or he doesn't care or he's not interested. Uh, he does go. People are going to say, well, it's it's purely for political purposes. Uh, and so I think that lead, actually leads to the better question for all of us. And it's not about what the president's going to do or not do in Wisconsin. It's about what am I going to do or not do on my social media feed today? What am I going to do or not do uh, in communication or conversations about race or uh, about what's happening in my community? Uh, I think that's the ultimate test for all of us. You know, it's interesting you'd say that this morning. We had friends over last night, uh, and we don't agree on everything politically. But we had friendly conversation after dinner was over, and uh, it after we sorted everything out and the dust settled, that's what it comes back to. Yeah. Uh, you know, forget about being pushed one way or the other by politics or by social media. What are you going to do yeah. as an individual to try and settle the dust around you? Yeah, that's right. And, and so so many of us, you know, came out of these last two weeks of the Democratic National Convention, the Republican National Convention. They were all yelling that this is, you know, a battle for the heart and soul of the country. Uh, and I think we just have to reject that uh, because if we if we accept that, that our politics is for the heart and soul of the country, then that means we believe that the heart and soul of the country is found in Washington, D.C., or the halls of Congress, or who's sitting in the White House or the West Wing. Uh, And it's just not true. And as you said, Tim, the heart and soul of the country is in the heart and soul of the American people. It's the only place it will ever be found. And it's found in communities like ours and conversations like you just described, where we can get together with people we disagree with. And not just... Not just be able to disagree disagreeable, but to be able to have a conversation across our differences. Uh, And I think that's the real test for us. I know that the time is short, but how do we begin to talk about uh, the opposing political party without thinking that the nation is doomed if they are elected? Yeah, and I think you'd actually just nailed it right there in the question, uh, Amanda, and that is that we cannot assume that this country has survived good presidents and bad presidents of both political parties. And you know why? Because of the American people. So I, th- I think the so often we, we, we try to pit this as a politician saying, hey, trust Trust me. Trust me. I'm going to lead the country to a good place. Don't trust the other people because they'll lead you to a bad place, a horrible place, a dark place. Uh, and the reality is, is that's that's not where it is at all. Uh, it, your your question is right on, Amanda, in terms of uh, it's not an us versus them. Uh, it's really clear. It's we 
the people. And when we start having we conversations rather than us and them conversations, we can talk about anything. We can talk about any topic, any subject. I don't care whether you're on the opposite side of the, the issue that I am. We can have we can have that conversation when we get on the same side to start the conversation. Yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to your conversation with Mike Levitt coming up on Inside Sources at 1135 to talk about this transition. I asked you a minute ago, do you think this is over on November 3rd? <laughs> not a chance. And it's not. And uh, and that's why those transitions are so important. Uh, Mike Levitt did just some extraordinary work. It's now actually law when it comes to presidential candidates. Both political parties, their nominees are already working on transition planning so they can hit the ground running whenever that election get call, uh, gets called. And now uh, Mike Levitt is saying... We should do that at the state level as well, that both the Democrat, the Republican, the candidates should all be focused on a transition plan in the event that they do win, uh, because that's better for the people if they're hitting the ground running and really thinking through, how am I going to govern? And I think that'll actually change the tone and tenor of the campaign itself, because suddenly you're thinking about governing not just winning elections. So look forward to it. Thank you. As always, Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.